Welcome to Road to Redemption, a show sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. Welcome to Road to Redemption. I'm John Martin, your host today, and I'm excited. We've got a great show for you today, Road to Redemption, the show where we share powerful life testimonies, giving people hope. And today I'm excited to have Andrea Ward is my guest. Andrea, hello. How are you? I'm good, John. How are you? Good. Good. I'm so, so excited to have you in. And we, we met recently uh, on, on a business meeting. Our friend Ashley was kind to, to make a business introduction. And, you know, uh, as, as, as we were chatting uh, about things, it was so encouraging to hear your story. And I was like, wow, we got to get you in. This is, this is a great <laughs> story and we found out that that you've been going to church at destiny and a lot of a lot of great things going on so i i'm excited to get you in tell us a little bit about your your background and and give us give us some history sure sure um i am from georgia i'm a georgia native and was born in middle georgia went to undergrad there and um spent most of my life there and most of my career working in atlanta for about 21 years and then um, the Great Recession took me up to Winston-Salem, North Carolina for about seven years where I worked um, at BB&T headquarters um, prior to their merger, now Truist. And um, then I, I came back to Georgia and I was living in middle Georgia for um, three, four years, um, just kind of helping out with my parents and things. And then I had an opportunity to move down here to the beautiful Emerald Coast. And wow. that's kind of what brought me down. You got here, I know. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk to us a little bit about, you know, I know, I know when we're going way back, you, you, you really heard. God speak to you, and and and, yes. and I know you you shared this a little bit with me the other day. Talk mm-hmm. to us a little bit about what what you heard and and, and that part of your journey. Well, um, as I was in my I guess mid early to mid twenties, um, I had been dating a young man, and um, we were engaged to be married. And I kind of had a plan in my head. I, I was saved at the age of fifteen. And um, went through a time in college and probably after college, a few years where I was not active in a church. I was not connected. I did not have community and I strayed from the Lord. And so in getting back to him, I was still dating this young man um, who professed his faith, but was not living in such a way that was believable. We went on to get engaged, and a couple of months before our marriage, uh, two months and 10 days, he left, and and that did not happen, and I was devastated and um, kind of shaken to my core and found myself kind of curled up in a ball on the floor, just shouting out to God, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? My whole life is, is empty. I'm nothing without him, and... And I fell asleep. And when I woke up, I felt better. I had a peace. And I just knew God was telling me, like, you're nothing without me. Like, he doesn't really matter. And if he was the one, he would be here. And so after that, I thought, marriage, this is what's important. This is, you know, this is what I want to do. And as I got back involved in church, um, I went to excuse me, North Point 
um, pastored by Andy Stanley in Atlanta for a number of years while I was there. And Andy preached a passage on the desires of your heart. What is the desire of your heart? And I was like, you know, I... I don't know. I feel lost. I don't know what my passion or desire is. So I took a couple of weeks and I kind of checked out. I went to um, Arizona. I hiked. I spent time at the spa, but I spent a lot of time outside just trying to figure out what is the desire of my heart. And truly, my heart's desire was to be a mother. And Yes, I, I want to be equally yoked with the man God has for me, but I truly wanted to be a mother. And so out there, I realized, you know, God, that is my heart's desire. That is what I want. And I began to pray every single day. And I kept reading my Bible. I got more involved in small group and I prayed and a year went by and five years went by and 10 years went by and 11 years went by. And I found myself in North Carolina and I was introduced to an adoption agency and they told me, plan to wait a long time. You're a single professional woman. It could be a few years. The biological birth mother of my daughter um, chose me because I was a single professional Christian woman. And from the time she chose me until the day my daughter was born, was maybe six weeks, but the time I started my adoption process and application, which is interesting to me um, because I always wondered, you know, I'm going to miss the experience of having my own, you know, delivering a child. I put my application in with the agency. Nine months and one day later, my daughter was born. Wow. And I was there. I was at the hospital in the Outer Banks. I cut the cord. Wow. Um, her birth mother was very gracious and very kind. Um, I, I held her. Um, wow. She said, I want to know, I want her to know who her mother is. And I held her and we've been together ever since. For me, the biggest thing with the desire of my heart is I was 44 when my daughter was born. Um, I am now 50. She is now six in the first grade. And so my journey is different. It's different than other single women. It's different than other parents who have kids that are her age. And I've been figuring that out and doing a lot of, you know, prayer uh, um, on that subject as well. But really what I have figured out is I was never ready before. Uh, my sisters had children in early 20s. My brother got married, children in their early 20s. And I was just, I think back and I, I just thank God every day. You knew, you knew I was not ready until then. So my ability to cherish like every single moment we have together, because she's, she's my only one. Like, I don't take anything lightly from soccer practice to math homework to um, Disney World, I take nothing, nothing, nothing for granted. And those, those 18 summers they talk about that moms have with their kids, like I cherish every single one because I know that she is truly, she's truly a gift from God. Wow. And a, a big thing, which was very interesting to me, everyone uh, warned me, cautioned me. I had prayed for a baby girl, not a baby, a baby girl 
for 17 years. So when the birth mother chose me, I just kept praying. I prayed over her every day. I prayed for her health, her wellness. I prayed for her, um, if she wasn't a Christian, to be led to Christ. And I said, Lord, just help my baby girl as she's developing. And everyone, you know, my friends kept saying, Andrea, what are you going to do if God gives you a little boy? I said, well, he's not going to do that because he led me to the desire of my heart. And that is the desire of my heart. And that's, that's awesome. what he did. And so there, everybody was like, well, tell us, tell us, because if it's a little boy, we're in trouble with the nursery. And I said, no, she came out perfect. The most beautiful wow. little girl ever. Wow. That's so cool, Andrea. That's just such a great story. And it's, you know, waiting on God is not easy. You know, I mean, that's 17 years that you started. You know, you heard from God and you were believing, I'm going to be blessed with, with a child and, and, and a girl. And you had to wait. That was a long time. Um, yeah, very and, long time. Yeah. And um, I, know, I know there's probably folks that are out there listening right now that are going through things that they're having to wait and wait and probably getting frustrated. What, what, what advice do you have for folks that are listening that are really losing hope, losing faith, waiting? Talk, talk to those people. Um. To, well, a few things. I would say to those people, they, they could be the single professional woman just like me. They could be the newlyweds. They could be the couple that's been married 12 years and have been in fertility treatments forever. Um, the life verse that I, I kind of held to, especially after my daughter was born, was in first Samuel that said, for this child, I have prayed and God has blessed me and given me the desires of my heart. For me, there was no verse that literally summed up my life any better than that. Um, it didn't say how long she prayed. It didn't say how many tears she cried. It didn't say how many times she thought, Oh God, you've forgotten me. It just said, for this child, I have prayed. And so I think there are many passages that we have in scripture that give us encouragement to have faith in God and trust in God for the journey. But it's not, it's not always easy. You see things happening around you that, um, you know, my friend got a promotion or, you know, my next door neighbors just had a great baby or, and so healthy and happy and, or so-and-so got married before me. Your, your path, there's not one single stumble. There's not one single mountaintop that God does not already know about. In some of my darkest hours, I just prayed, I, I just need to see one step in front of me, like not two steps. I know it's not the end, you know? It's, it's not the end. God, you didn't bring me this far to leave me. And that's the thing. It's kind of like Jonah didn't want to go to Nineveh, didn't want to go to Nineveh. And he's like, okay, well, think about that in a big fish, pal. <laughs> and so he did. And he's like, well, this looks bad. I'll, I'll go to Nineveh, you know. But Jonah went 
minister to the city. The city was saved. And Jonah was still like, well, why would you save that city when they were so corrupt and they were so evil? Our human nature doesn't um, hmm. doesn't allow us to be perfect and always understand God's will. But for me, digging in to God's word and praying, because sometimes I'll read verses and I don't understand them. And I pray and I'll say, Lord, please help me understand what I'm reading. Please help me to 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 get the message, to hear what you're trying to speak into me. And that's what I would tell people. I mean, it, you've got to, you've got to seek out community. You've got to seek out community that will lift you up. And it's just like having a partner in life, whether that's a friend, a spouse, they're going to love you when things are rosy and they're going to love you when you're in a heap on the floor. And it's how God tells us to love each other. Amen. Wow. Well, folks, we're visiting with Andrea Ward and what a great testimony she has of waiting 17 years to, to get her precious daughter, who she's now living here in the Destin area. Uh, very blessed. She's daughter's six years old. You've got a good life now. You got a great job. You know, I things do. are really turned around. And, and, and talk to us a little bit about what, what, what is God doing in you and your daughter's life today? Here in Destin. Well, today um, we are, every day we wake up and we do affirmations together and it starts off with, thank you, Lord, for waking us up and for keeping us healthy and for giving us this beautiful life that we have. We live in one of the most beautiful places in the world. I have been praying and have been blessed with a beautiful opportunity in my career for my life. She has been blessed going to a fantastic, one of the top schools in Florida, elementary schools. She has friends. We found Destiny. She loves the children's program here. Uh, one of her gymnastics teachers is in the, you know, teachers teaches in the program. And what I am trying to teach her is that they're going to be they're going to be bumps in the road and pits in the road. And we've had some, even since being here, we've had some. And what I tell her is we pray at night together and we pray, Lord, thank you for this opportunity you're giving us to, to trust more in you and to lean into you. And so now when I may be down or something and she's a, an intuitive child and she'll say, mom, you just need to lean in a little bit. You just need to lean into God a little bit because, you know, like he already knows what's happening. So it reminds me I'm doing something right because the six-year-old is encouraging me to do what I know that I need to do. And we're just blessed beyond measure and excited to see what God has for us. Wow. That's so great. Well, it's such a blessing to have y'all here in this community and you know, so so many new people have moved to this area, and uh, you know, community is important. I, I think you you talked about you know getting in a group, um, and that's something we encourage a lot on this show is get in a small group, uh, have an accountability group of other folks that are in your season of life that can help lift you up, encourage you, keep you accountable. Um, that's so very important because, you know, this world is tough. We're living in tough times. We need to stay close to God, but we need community 
and we need to do that in groups. We do, and um, I am have our mutual friend Ashley has talked to me um, about the the Freedom Course, which I am going to enroll in and participate in soon. So I'm, you know, she said it's it's really back to basics. She goes, but it was life changing for her, and us meeting, you know, the two of us meeting, we were literally office colleagues down the hall, and I really feel like God designed our meeting for a very particular reason and um, had just prayed about, you know, this course. And I said, I feel this is what I need to do. And I'm not real sure why. I mean, I've been a Christian like decades, but um, I learned long ago, you can, you can be a Christian for decades or five minutes and God always has something to say to you. And it's always something new and something that ministers to you exactly when you need it. Amen. Amen. Well, Andrea, as we're coming to the end of our show, I always ask, is there any kind of parting advice or thoughts that you have for anybody that's listening out there that you want to share before we end? John, I, I would I would say this. Um, always look up. Don't go to others. When you face adversity, face it on your knees Amen. and pray. And God does hear you. Find the desire of your heart and He will he will guide you to it. Wow, that's so great. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, John. It's I appreciate great. being here. And, and folks, just want to encourage anyone that's listening today. Um, we kind of have three things that we talk about on the show. Uh, p- pick up a Bible. Uh, if you're out there now, God wants to speak to you through his written word. And if you don't have one, you can just get the, the version app. Uh, you version Bible and just start reading it. And I, and I promise you, he'll start speaking to you through the word and he'll give you encouragement for whatever you're dealing with today. And, and, and the second is to, to join a church, join a good God, Christ-centered church and just get involved and get in a small group, get an accountability group that, you know, is, is, is whatever season of your life, if you're single or married or get, get in a group that fits your season and and then just make yourself accountable and uh thanks again andrea great show we look forward to having you back someday thank you so much john i appreciate your time and being here all right you've been listening to road to redemption sharing powerful life testimonies giving hope to those on their own road to redemption if you have any comments or questions we would love to connect with you you can reach out to us at destinyradio.live Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week on Road to Redemption.